Are you looking for the spot to kick back, relax, and talk all things Southern Miss? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Everyday Eagles podcast, the podcast for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the show. We are coming to you live from the Everyday Eagles studio. Um, I guess we're going to vent a little bit tonight, if that's all right with y'all. And uh, But before I do that, let me bring in that lovable co-host of mine, that Sultan of Swat, who's screaming and may not have a voice because the Braves just won a game on a phenomenal play. Uh, yeah, Ms. they did. Mr. Lane Brady. What's up, Lane? What's up, Chuck? Chop, chop, man. Chop, chop. You know, that last out could not have happened to a better person. It couldn't have happened to a better <laughs> guy. Just to double up Bryce Harper at first. That was even better. That, it was just fantastic. What man, was he thinking live, there? I don't know. I want to live in that moment right? where he got doubled up for like a week straight. Just live in that one moment where I was going crazy. It's already been shared like thousands of times on Facebook, that little video, that oh, clip. Yeah, yeah it's going to be crazy. Austin I can't wait Riley, to. Man. Oh, clutch, Austin what Riley. I, you can't forget Travis Darno, though, man. I mean. That's right. I mean, right. yeah. Man, and I my, was sitting there in like the sixth inning, like, dude, we had a number one offense of the league, and we're about to get shut out two games in a row in the playoffs. <laughs> Zach Wheeler will, was looking like Cy Young. Huh? I know. I will not say that, hey, I never doubted it. Yes, I did doubt it a lot <laughs> in like the sixth inning. So I'm glad they turned it around, though. That was some fun. That was some, yeah. excite- some Monday night excitement. For sure, for sure. Got your blood pumping, right? Yeah, it it's weird yeah. when sports can get your blood pumping, right? I mean, we had not had that in a little while, have we? Well, my blood's not, boiled a not little bit. Not a positive way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, we Chuck, let's yeah. go ahead and bring in the smartest guy in the building right now, the smartest guy in the room. He's he's coming to it. We're we're we got the guy behind the scenes joining us tonight too, Chuck. I want to bring him in, Mr. Pate Thaggard. Talk to me, Pate. No. All right. <laughs> no. Well said. All right. So, <laughs> thank you there, Pete. People, I know you don't have video no. feed on right now, which we need to do that, Chuck. We're robbing the people here. We are. I'm seeing my awesome Braves hat that I've got on. Your autograph. Who autographed that hat, by the way? That is a David Ross autographed baseball hat from the Atlanta, when he played for the Atlanta Braves. That was definitely not going to be my first, like, Five yeah. guesses, but hey, he's a good one. He's a good one. It, it was a gift. And, no, it's a good, he, yeah. he, good little. He's a good catcher for us. I also have and, a, uh, a Matt Olson uh, autograph jersey. They've been trying to get somebody to trade with me on a Dansby Swanson. I told you back. I would make the trade. I told you. I literally told you. <laughs> literally, anyway, literally. Yes, quite literally. Uh, guys, I know y'all can't see the video feed, but I'm just going to describe something to you. Pate Thaggard has on a Pizza Planet shirt right now, like off of Toy Story, and it's glorious. <laughs> Tell us about your shirt, Pate. I think you just did, Lane. You just <laughs> did. <laughs> All right, so look, the year is 2023, 
And I'm totally <laughs> bummed. It is 2023, right? Yeah. It, it is, is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally bummed that we don't have a real life pizza planet right now. Open one. How do we not have that? I know. I, I feel like that's a failure on Disney's part. Right. Is there Absolutely. even one in Disney World? No. Wow. No. Nope. That's that's devastating to me. Like that, is... that place looks so cool in the videos. <laughs> so, shame. Such a shame. The videos being the movie. I don't know why I right. said videos. <laughs> videos. <laughs> All right. Well guys, how's your weeks going? Oh hey, I'll let I'll let you start, man. I mean, we're here. We're here. Listeners, um, I feel like all three of us need like prayer requests. I, I think it, I think you're right at this point. You know, <laughs> I think we're all just so defeated at this point. Like, I'll be honest, I'm patiently waiting for baseball, and I need to get out to a few yeah. of those scrimmages because I really want to see how the teams. Have looking. either of you made it to the scrimmage yet? I have not. I'm Every not. time I've tried to go, it's just something's gotten in the way or you know something came i was actually going to try to go this weekend and then uh, i ended up having to take my dad to the er uh he's doing well by the way thank the good lord but you know i was going to did you see jb john benet no actually no i did not okay the rumor i heard was that jb middleton was pumping 95 plus like consistently and i heard that lawson odom Looks really, really good behind the plate. Mm-hmm. Lawson being the freshman from West Jones. Right. Don't recognize that name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think we got a couple of scrimmages coming up this weekend on Friday and Sunday, I believe. So I'm definitely going to try to make it to that Sunday one. Yeah, I They've think it's Sunday. high scoring. Sunday at five. Yeah, Sunday at five. And then the, oddly enough, the Friday one is at noon. The noon, yeah. Like, well, yeah. Okay, <laughs> whatever they've, works for they've you. They've all been high scoring from what I've seen. Is mm. that good so, for the offense or bad? For naturally, pitching? that means our offense is awesome, mm. and definitely does not mean our pitching is <laughs> bad, right? Right. Well, right. <laughs> in we got, Oz, we, we trust. We got to something, right? <laughs> in so, Oz, we trust. <laughs> come on, uh, yeah, <laughs> we got to trust our guy here, mm-hmm. right? So, no doubt. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to check that out. Be fun. So. Maybe we can meet over uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Be good. We need to meet over there. We'll take a picture. I'll get one of y'all to post get, on social media since I clearly don't know how. Do you Still. have a selfie stick or something that we can use? Well, what? <laughs> Never mind. Are those still a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think they are. I don't know either. Uh, huh. Mm. Listeners, do you have a selfie stick? That's the question of the I'm kidding. That's not the question. <laughs> There's so many questions of the week right now. Um, I guess we can dive into the topic of the show tonight. The elephant uh, in the room, if you will. Yeah, there's a very large elephant in the room right now. It's not me either. Or it's, me. Uh, <laughs> it, it would be what is happening on that football field every Saturday. And um, guys, we made a point when we when we rebooted the show. The whole point of it, we kept saying it over and over. We're gonna over cover and the over sports. again. That's right. We're gonna cover the sports. We're gonna bring in guests that people want to hear from. We're gonna cover Southern Miss stories and cover Southern Miss guests that that we're gonna give our listeners a chance to connect with people that they want to hear from and ask mm-hmm. questions to those that they care about. 
that was kind of the whole point. We're going to give our listeners a chance to be the spotlight of our show and come in and be our guests. Well. And put our magic <laughs> to the test. The goal. <laughs> I see what you did yes, there. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Keep the Disney theme rolling. As yeah. a dad with two children, I appreciate that. <laughs> so. Sorry. The, sorry, the squirrel. The thing we said <laughs> right off the bat was. We are not going to come in and be negative and talk about like firing people or this guy needs to be benched or anything like that. And we've stayed true to that. Like we've been positive about everything. I would say, I would say close to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think there comes a point here in the middle of this season where we have to kind of just address the elephant in the room and address some of these hot topics that we have, I won't say ducked and dodged, but just topics that we just have said, look, we're not going to talk about that on air. Let's just cover it tonight. And we're going to be respectful still, right? Like, I think we all like Will Hall as a person. <laughs> you know, I yeah, mean, I think yeah. we all like. like as a human no, being, yeah. yeah. Like, nobody wants bad uh -uh. for anybody who's wearing uh -uh. black and gold. And I think we're going to keep it in a respectful umbrella here, if you will. But. There are some hot topic issues that I think if we just avoid, we're kind of doing listeners disservice because if you log into social media, you're going to see it anyway. So let's mm -hmm. cover it and let's kind of put our thoughts out there and kind of put some food for thought for you here. Maybe put a different lens up for you to see some things through. So uh, I wrote down some questions that I've sent. Well, really some topics that people have covered. Online, some of these might have extensive long answers, and some of these might be short, quick answers from us. But I figure the three of us, I'll be honest with y'all, we tried to get guests, but nobody really wanted to talk about football tonight. So. Can, yeah. can you blame them? <laughs> I'll be honest, I reached out to, to a lot of people. You know, we put it out there before. If you want to come on the show, let us know. People, it's crickets out there right now. I think everybody right now is sitting there. We don't have mailbag questions. We don't have all that. I think right now our fan base as a whole is just like it's kind of burnt out on, on deflated. Football, I think you know yeah. what? Let's just crawl. Let's just crawl into this hole here and come out when basketball season starts, and hopefully we'll be rocking and rolling there. I think that's what our fan base is doing right now, or they're griping too much and they know we're too positive to be like fire this guy, and so they're not. They're not gonna. We aren't the forum they're bringing it to. And tonight, I i mean, I speak for myself. I think I speak for the other two also in saying we're not going to be like disrespectful and calling for somebody's job. That's not who any of us are. But we are going to give some honest I don't know. Responses. I think that, that offensive coordinator at Taylorsville needs to hey, go. Man. But, yeah. you know. It is what it is. So, <laughs> I just get it. I say <laughs> – and I'll say, I mean, I'll say go. my job kind of puts it in a different perspective. It does. Me. It does. It, it makes me look at it differently because I've been, I've been a part of teams that overachieved and I've been a part of teams that have underachieved. And mm -hmm. it's, it's just, right. there's mm -hmm. a lot that's behind the scenes that we don't know. But right. again, when head is behind your name on head coach, all that's on your shoulders. And so, yeah. um, I think the, I think we're not doing our listeners. Is a, that why it's called head coach? Because it's on it your is. shoulders? It is. Oh. oh. Wow. Whoa. Wow. That was deep. <laughs> Let us pray. And we're good. <laughs> like, in credits. So, uh, but no, I, I just feel like if we dodge the, 
hot topics everybody's seeing and talking about. We're not, we're not doing anybody any good here. So we're going to cover it, but we're going to be respectful. I think the first thing to talk about here is, to this point in the season, what are your concerns or what are some things you've seen that has been either positive or negative, some things you've seen that uh, to you you want to highlight or talk about? So why don't we start here with, with Chuck, let you get us going on this, and then we'll go Chuck, Pate, then me. Well, I'm a firm believer if you're going to do a negative, you have to do a positive. So I'll start with the negative and end with a positive. I think my biggest concern, and I think it's the concern of probably 90% of the Eagle fans out there, is play calling. I don't know for sure who's making the calls. I don't know uh, what schemes that they're practicing. I just know that some of these plays, I'm just scratching my head. Like the play with Frank Gore, um, when they tried to do the go-ahead touchdown with like three minutes left. Um, a direct snap to go. Everybody in the stadium knew that ball was going to Frank Gore. If you like, if you didn't know that, you were a moron, and you have no idea what football is. Everybody knew. The team knew. The coaches knew. That, the, Chuck. You did I'm know that, Lane. You did know that. <laughs> and I'm thinking, if if I know where that ball's going, then I'm going to do everything in my power to get to that spot. And that's what they did. And they stopped him. I mean, just. He was just short, and that's no that's not a diss to Frank Gore at all. Um But we all knew what was gonna happen there. We I mean, like, why not? I, I just I don't understand it. I just don't. But I will say on a positive, I like to end on a positive. Um I will say that I thought the offensive line looked a little better, and I know the old Dominion's not as powerful up front on D. Uh, defense as the other teams we played um you know I thought some of the offensive linemen had stepped up and I'll say Billy Wiles I think um is getting a little more confidence you know he had several big runs I thought um and then he had several you know you know I, what was what he go I forget what he went but he had like last two games he's got over 200 yards right am I wrong yep, yeah I believe so 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 I think I think having Billy back there and I think that's probably the one thing Hall has done that I do agree with is being consistent with Billy because I don't think just taking Billy out and putting in you know mm-hmm. a backup quarterback here a backup quarterback there and just trying out different now if you want to try a different quarterback a game and see what happens let's do it but I don't think I don't believe in switching them in and out mm-hmm. that's just my opinion so but I thought I thought Billy and the O-line looked a little better I'm not saying they looked a lot better Mm-hmm. I'm saying they looked a little better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I kind of agree with you. The our offense is just not where it needs to be. Ultimately, I mean, we have it. We have an offensive coordinator. Was it Sam Gregg? Is mm-hmm. his name Sam Gregg? I'm not convinced that he's making all all these calls. Like I really like. Just in the back of my mind, I'm thinking Will is possibly interjecting and you know trying to make his you know trying to make adjustments here and there because obviously you know we haven't been where we need to be and I'm sure that being the head coach he probably wants to step in a good bit but I mean if you have an offensive coordinator because I mean for the longest time since Will Hall's been here I mean he was doing the OC he was the head coach I mean he did all of that 
and he covered a lot of ground in that. And I think in the grand scheme of things, if he is making these calls, I'm not 100% sure on that. This is just my theory. He needs to let go. You need to let go and let your guy that you hired make these calls, um, whatever that may be. But no, but I'll I interject. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Scott, Scott Barry said it, you know, when we interviewed him for baseball, I think it was either me or Lane asked him, you know, what was it like? Because Scott Barry was a pitching coach, you know, yeah. and he let Oz mm-hmm. run the pitching staff. And he said, you know, Chuck, you know, Lane, you hire a guy to do a job. That's right. You just got to, you got to step back and let him do it. You got to trust him to do it. Absolutely. A hundred, 110% on that. Uh Because I mean, I know that I know, you know, for a coach, especially in that position, I'm sure it is tough to let go of some of these, Uh uh, some of these plays. I'm sure it was tough for Barry to let go of that, but you know, Oz, you know, we, he trusted Oz with his program. And I mean, look what he's done. Yeah, look what Coach Josh Strander has done, and now Coach Oz is in the driver's seat now. So I'm I'm sure at some point maybe Ostrander will be letting go of that one day. Who knows? Um, but I mean that's just it. You know, let the guy that you hired do the job. At the end mm-hmm. of the day. Yeah. Yeah, and all that's valid stuff. I think. So like when when we first started losing games. Right, we lose to Florida State, we lose to Tulane. I was sitting over there like, guys, don't hit the panic button, right? Like our defense is fine, we're fine. Our defense is good, right? Offense will catch up, we're fine. Arkansas State rolled around, and yeah. all of a sudden, I went, oh boy, this ain't good, <laughs> right? Like we just lost a game, we shouldn't have lost this game, like you no. know. I know they had a quarterback come out that lit it up against us, and he's they've done well since then. Like, I think they they're undefeated since they played us. But mm-hmm. I don't know. They might have lost this past week. I don't know who they played this past week. But either way, like, he came in and lit it up against us, and all of a sudden the offense wasn't the problem. It was the defense. Well, then you turn it around, and now we all of a sudden we lose to Texas State. Which I'll say this, Texas State's a good football team this year. Mm-hmm. They Definitely. had a one-year turnaround, which is pretty telling. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? About, about the current landscape of college football and kind of makes you think, what if we could do something like that? Um, and then, guys, I'll be honest, this past loss, this past week, here's my number one issue. And I'm going to be negative here, Chuck. I'm gonna be negative for the first okay. time. I no. believe on this show, I have a bone to pick in something that bothers me, <laughs> and it is this: we lost Old Dominion, and it's probably the worst loss we've had in I don't know several years. Mm-hmm. Right? No doubt. Um, I'll say this: it's worse than the South Alabama loss that Jay Hobson left right after. Mm. It's worse than that one in my head. Right? Like it's. This is one of the worst losses we've had in a while just because of where we were, you know, and the fact that Old Dominion's not very good this year and we are clearly the more talented football team and we lost. Mm -hmm. But it's not the fact we lost that bothers me so much. It's the fight on the field after the game. And I will say this. Up until then, I was just like, man – we're just a football team that's struggling right now, you know. We're just a football team that's not clicking, it's struggling, it's irritating, I know, but 
when we got in a fight on the field after the game, I kind of, a, a switch flipped in my head, like a, this is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like a, you just got your butt kicked. What is there to fight about? <laughs> you know, like, I don't, if you don't want him to talk to you, don't lose. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you don't want to hear what he has to say, don't lose to him. Don't walk out there and shake his hand. And I'll, I'll say that right here on air because that's embarrassing, guys. To me, it is. Like, I'm yeah. not embarrassed we lost Old Dominion. Like, yeah, it's bad. But we're just, we're struggling right now as a program. But to compound that with the fight on the field after the game, that bothered me to my core, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, right, right. The I first mean. thought that comes in my head when a team who loses a game instigates a fight after the game is, where was your fight when it mattered? Right. Where was this? Like, Where was that fire? It, yeah, like if you didn't want to hear what he had to say, if you didn't want to hear smack talk, whatever he just said to you, here's an idea. Don't lose to him. Right. Now you don't hear it. Now you're the one talking. Yeah. And to me, that's a – it's a really bad sign, man. Like, And I'm still holding back thoughts that I have about it. <laughs> it's a really, really bad sign. Right. And uh, it bothers me a lot. Oh, yeah. The fight on the field after the game bothers me to my core because it looked, it looked, I wasn't there. I'll admit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother-in-law's in Jackson. She's sick, really sick. We uh, covered y'all's prayers. Uh, mm-hmm. I took the kids to go see my wife Saturday. Mm-hmm. They had not seen her in a week. And Absolutely. we spent, we had a family day in Jackson and I watched it on TV. I streamed it on my phone. Mm-hmm. And from the, from the live stream, it appeared that we started it. Mm-hmm. And that bothers me to my core because, like, guys, that's what people who just lose and don't have answers do. They just turn mm-hmm. around and fight people. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's it bothered me really badly. So that's my number one issue. Up until then, I've just been like, well, we're just struggling. It is what it is. You have good seasons, you have bad seasons. But then when we got in the fight after, I was like, this is embarrassing and this is a bad look. Mm-hmm. And so I hope they were handled. I hope they were addressed. I hope uh, we won't see any more behavior like that after football games. That's embarrassing. Do we know any um, repercussions that come after? Anybody suspended? or? I haven't heard. I don't even know. Like I, I know some of the numbers that I saw in there. But, like, they didn't – the camera panned away pretty quick. Like, people yeah. people that were there told me some numbers of players. And I don't know these kids, man. They might have mm-hmm. just been upset, just had a bad game or something, and had a, a bad decision come through their head. That happens. But, like, it doesn't need to happen again. <laughs> like, no. that, that needs to not be a thing. Um, and hopefully it's been handled. Um and, you know, like I said, hopefully they're good kids. They probably are and just had a bad moment. But we don't want to see that. You know, we just Definitely got beat. Not, we yeah. don't, as a fan base, we just watched you lose. We don't want to see you get in a fight. No. Behave yourself, handle the loss, and go get better. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's my thought on that. Uh, so then I wrote down some stuff, guys. Um the first one being, this is a re- results-based industry that we're in, right? We're talking about collegiate sports here. Everything is results-based here. We've seen great people get fired. We've seen people do 
we've seen corrupt people get promoted and hired. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, it's a results driven industry. Right. Um, why do you think our results are so bad right now? What is the, what's the problem? So, um, anybody care to take a stab at that? I can go first if you want me to. By all means go. All right. So I will say this. There is always something underlying. It's more than, so I'll say this. I think it's more than one. Our, our players aren't good enough. I think it's more than that. I think our players are good enough. We've had really good recruiting classes. We've had good transfers come in. I think we got the talent to do it. I think it's more than we've had bad play calls. It's more than that. Because at the end of the day, you can sit down with, if you sat down right now with Will Hall and pulled out film and watched every game on film, you would see plays designed to score. You would see missed opportunity, probably dozens of missed opportunities well, yeah. every game mm-hmm. where if one guy does his job who didn't, we score right. on that play. And, and so it's more than just that. Um, it comes down to execution. And it comes down to the attitude and the confidence you play with. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell y'all a, a little quick story here. A lot of people have talked about the 2012 team that went over. I've seen a lot of that talk out there. Mm-hmm. comparing this team to that team. I will say this. I was working for that team, the 2012 team. That was my last year there. Mm. And I'll give you a little bit of input on the inside, but I'm not going to call out individual names because that would be gossipy. But this just goes to tell you there's always underlying stuff that does it. Um, that 2012 team had Tracy Lampley on it. Mm. It had Jamie Collins on it. It had multiple players that had played on the team before that was almost a BCS-bound team. Um, The 2012 team, to me, it all started with a strength and conditioning program that they weren't quite prepared yet. Like for their first game, they weren't prepared for a season. You had some kids, some guys get injured. You lost a close game at Nebraska to start the year. You played Nebraska well to start that year. That's the monsoon game, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I know Tracy yeah. Lampley took a kick. I think he took the opening kickoff to the house against them. But um, you played Nebraska pretty well. You know, like it It didn't start out. It wasn't just a suckathon from the first game. Okay. But what happened was you lost that game. Okay, you rally the troops, go play another week. You lose that one. And it was a perfect storm, guys, of one, our kid, our guys weren't mentally prepared. Or, or not mentally, our guys were not physically prepared. And it had to do with the strength and conditioning program. I'm not going to call individual names, but it had to do with the strength and conditioning program. And we had some injuries happen. And a lot of that's direct result of that program. Now, you can't prevent every injury, but you can prevent some of them. And then you had an offensive coordinator thing happen behind the scenes where a guy was hired to be the OC, and then for health reasons, he had to step out late, and you had to promote somebody within to do it, who, I mean, he's a great coach. Proust's in the pudding. He's won, he's won at other places he's been, but he was thrown into a situation that he was not originally hired to do. 
that's a tough spot to be in. And then you end up starting a freshman quarterback because some people get hurt. No fre- like it's very rare that a freshman's ready, you know. And by the by about midseason, once you lost a few games you weren't supposed to lose. I'm talking rice. I'm talking, you know, games like that that we were supposed to win and we lost. The negativity creeped in. And that's where it went from we've stumbled out the gates to we're not going to win a game. Negativity creeped in. It was players against coaches, coaches against players, coaches against other coaches, and all that negativity started creeping in on that 2012 team, and that's how you end up with a team that doesn't win a game. There's always stuff behind the scenes. This Southern Miss team is talented. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know who's at fault or if anybody's at fault, right? I know this. We beat Alcorn week one. We lost to a Florida State team. We wouldn't have beat – if we play them 100 times, we wouldn't have beat them one time. No. We lost to Tulane, but our defense played well enough to keep us in it. So there were positives still from that game. But at this point, guys, you've dropped a couple games you should have won. I don't know. I, I would hope the leadership on the team is good enough to keep the spirits up and keep some hope in the coaches and all. I will say this, people bashing coaches online where players can read it, certainly not helping. But, you know, that's – so results, why? What is it? There's a lot of stuff, I think. It, it ends up being when you have a season like this one, there's a perfect storm of stuff. And some of it's public where you can see, like, I think the offensive line issues have been well documented. Okay? Um, I, I think a lot of people have talked about different players who haven't performed like they normally would. Okay? But at the end of the day – there's some stuff we see and there's some stuff we don't. And I don't know exactly what's going on behind the scenes, but hopefully the team chemistry is still up and the kids still trust their coaches and the coaches still trust the players. And if that's the case, then they can fight through it and still win a few games here late. If that's not the case and if negativity's creeped in, we might be looking at a really rough end of the year. So who else wants to jump in now? You know, Lane, I thought you said quick story. Um <laughs> I know mean, <laughs> it wasn't quick. <laughs> We've been Sorry. on 30 minutes and you've been talking 25 of it. <laughs> <laughs> As he eats his ice cream and he knows it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry, why wait? <laughs> you know, uh, I'll, I'll say this uh, real quick and I, I won't be as long winded as, as Lane. Um, we're gonna have to do PTI rules from now Look, on. I that think. was my one thing that I actually wanted to vent about and talk longer about. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. From now on. <laughs> I'll be shorter from now on. <laughs> we love you late hard time. Baloney. I'm gonna say baloney. <laughs> um, so we were packing up our tailgate two games ago. Um, and I'm not gonna say the player's name. I'm not gonna get anybody in trouble. Um, but a couple of players come walking by after the game and, you know, we're, we're, we're packing up and you could hear them talking and they were saying, I can't believe coach left him in. We begged him to take him out. He just wouldn't listen. I don't know who they were talking about. Um, but I think there is some discord between the players and the coaches. Just, just based off here and that. Mm -hmm. And I think, 
I, I don't know that I don't know if they're playing for the coaches right now. I don't know if they're playing for the fans right now. I don't even know if they're playing for themselves right now. Right. Would you play for people that booed you? I I would because I'd want them to shut up. That too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah but I'd shut them up. Right. With, it, you know. For sure, and you know, it, it, it's a it's a combination of all that. I mean, morale is just completely shot at this point. I mean, from everybody. I mean, mm -hmm. players, fans. I mean, because like you said earlier, the negativity creeps in, and it it's only gotten worse over the past three weeks. And I mean, if there definitely is some tension between the players and the coaches, I mean, that's, I mean, forget the fans being negative and all that, because you got to start between the coaches and the players. Cause other, cause I mean, they're the ones working together to make this thing happen. You know, Chuck the Eagle post crap out the door, mm -hmm. but you got, because you got to start with the coaches and the players. So, um, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if that were the case, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, all I see is just morale is just completely gone at this point. And hopefully we can bring it back um, later in the season. We'll see. Still got some more games to play, but I mean, it's just not there right now. And we're not going to know behind right. the scenes. We're not. I mean, and we're not. Because we don't have any inside there's knowledge. Stuff we, there's stuff we don't know, and it's probably for the best. Right, like there's some things we don't know, and that's okay. Um, all I can do is speak to things I've seen before and say, I hope it's not that, you know. Right. So the next topic a lot of people have talked about is play calls. <laughs> and uh, I believe both of you talked about that already. Already, uh, uh, just just a little bit. Do you think it's the play calls? Is that one hundred? Oh yeah. How yeah. much weight? How much weight is that holding though in this whole thing? Is I say that... I say eighty percent. I think really? if you fix play calling, I think you fix a lot. So how do you fix play calling here? Turn it over to the. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying that's uh, that's the right answer either. I don't. Sam Gregg may be a horrible offensive coordinator. He, I have he no. Very I know well nothing be. about him. Right. Um, and and that's a, a another thing is. What does that say about Sam Gray? I mean, you're there in title only, right? And your and offense isn't looking very good. And let's just say Hall does get fired, and and you know Hall, all these coaches have to leave. I mean, how's that going to look on his resume? Right. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. I mean, you know, we don't really hear much, you know, out of him anyway, and a, that does concern me a little bit. You know. I mean, you're you're not wrong, Chuck. Absolutely, you're not on that front because I don't know. My my theory is still that Will is trying to interject a good bit. That's just again, it's just a theory. I'm, I, I have no gone. knowledge of it, um, but I feel like you know he's still kind of he might be in still be in that mindset of where he feels like he has to interject a good bit. Yeah. I still think Will's calling it. Oh, I do for sure. Um. And apparently everybody else does too, because that's the number yeah, pretty, one. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Hire an OC, hire a play caller. You know, <laughs> we have that. one. Not many um, people know it, but we do. <laughs> on paper, excuse me. Eagle you know, posters, and on paper we do have one. But on paper, and you know this this is another huge controversial topic. But uh, you know, bringing in an offensive coordinator that we can afford and that. 
um, you know, is going to make make waves for us. Uh, you know, like Hobson tried to bring in Art Browse, you know, a couple of years back. Um, and mm-hmm. I know that's a, a hot button topic on a lot of people. I am very opinionated about that. Right, I will right, stay, mm-hmm. I will right. keep them to myself tonight. Yeah, and and I will too. Um, I get I get it. I mean, and I think it's important to know that the number one person that wants to win on that field is the head coach. Not just yeah. does he want to win. Right. Like, it's his livelihood, whether he it wins is. or not. Mm-hmm. So I think people are saying Hall just doesn't care. I, that's BS to me. Uh, Hall cares, um, and I think I think he's defeated. I think if you listen to his post-game conference uh, last week um, when they asked, what do you say to fans? And he said, I, I, I don't know. I, don't I mean, the, it's, it's fairly evident. I mean, it really is. That yeah, was it, was, it, it was. It was. Those short words gave a lot of information. They did. They did. Yep. I mean, it was tough. I hate it for him too. I do too. Because I actually do like Will Hall. I do like too. I want him. I wanted him to be. I want him to be the guy. Right. I, right. I want of him to. I want him to be successful here. Right. And he wants to be mouse. successful oh, here. Oh, of course right. he does. Yeah. Um. I'll say this. I've seen it before. Not gonna say when, where, or who, or whatever, but I have seen it before where head coaches call the offense and they turn it over to an OC and the team instantly gets better. And it's not because the head coach is a bad play caller. Yeah. And it's not that the OC is a better play caller than him. It's that on second down and six, the head coach isn't worried about what play to call here. He's still worried about game management stuff. And you can jump in on third down, like a big time down. Yeah, head coach, it's your right. team. Jump in and tell us, tell him what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it's third down. It's it's hey, we got a score right here. We're down here. We got score here to win the ball game. You know, third down and six, whatever. We need to convert, to stay on the field, all that. Then interject. Yeah, tell him what you want. Right. On Sundays or Saturday, whenever you do your staff meetings. Be in it. Be all up in the game plan. It can be your game plan. Mm-hmm. But these regular down and distance plays, first and ten, second and five, whatever, these regular down distance plays, you don't need to be worried about what formation do I want to get in, what play do I want to call here. You need to be worried about the operation of everything. And I've seen it. And I can say this as a person who does call plays right now, that's going to be really, really hard one day if I'm ever blessed with the opportunity to be in that spot where I'm that guy, the hit guy, that's, that's hard. Like Will has been a play caller his whole life. It's mm-hmm. really, really, really hard to turn that over. And I've seen right. countless head coaches who couldn't turn it over, you know, but whenever they finally did and trusted somebody and somebody earned their trust enough, all of a sudden you see more production. You see the head coach kind of doing a better job of keeping everything rolling smoothly. Right. So I will say that. Um, I don't think Will's necessarily a bad play caller. I don't no. think – I don't know enough about Sam to know. But what I can say is I've seen it before where it was beneficial. I don't know if it would fix everything here, but I have seen it happen before. That's my take on that. Next one, Billy or Holman? Do we pull the plug on the Billy Wiles? Experiment? No, I'd say you stay with Billy 
the rest of the season, unless he gets hurt or unless he just absolutely tanks. Mm-hmm. I think Billy's gotten better every game. Like, I really do. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I think it, the numbers support that. Right. It, you know, it, it, it's not drastic by any means, but it, you definitely can see some improvements in his in his game. So uh, I agree. I think keep him in there for the rest of the season, like you said, unless something happens, God forbid. You know, I'm knocking on wood right now. Um, you know, of course, Southern Miss, we've had our plenty of uh, history of injuries. I'm praying to the good Lord, keep Billy in. You know, keep him healthy, keep him there. Yeah, I'll say a shot in my arm might would help, but I don't think Billy Wiles has been the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, like people point out his, people love to go online and point out his stats and talk about oh, yeah. this and that, but what they don't know is there was a while there where every time a pass play was called, he knew I'm about to get absolutely demolished. Right. Mm-hmm. And he stood in there and still threw it like I – I actually, I don't think Billy's a problem. I like Billy mm-hmm. like back there. I've, I've liked him so far this year. That might not be, we all three might have just had unpopular opinions among the listeners, and that's okay. But That is okay. That's, mm-hmm. I think we're all in agreement there. Yeah. Next, is Austin Armstrong leaving the problem? Is that what's causing some of this? Like, do you, th- how much of this do you think is on? New DC. Well, I mean, if you look at last week's game, I think uh, was it not uh, Texas State? Uh, the Texas State game. I mean, when offense showed up and defense didn't, and then you look at you know Saturday's game and defense showed up and offense didn't. Can we get the whole team to the field? Right. Is that yeah. possible? I don't. I don't. I think our. I think eighty percent of our problems on offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. I Defense is, has had its faults, but I think that I think for the most part that it's it's done well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Um, I mean, really, like you said, eighty percent. I mean, through and through on the offense for sure. I mean, yes, they there's you know one week you've got offense on a good week, and then defense is crap. You know, and then it goes back and forth. You know, I, I just don't see where we can elevate that to a middle ground where everyone's doing great. I mean, that's fantastic, but you know, I just don't see it. See, I don't think you can point the finger at any individual. No, no. you can't. Including you really can't. Defense. Right. I mean, crap, special teams last week takes two punts to the house. One gets called back, and Call then back. Ty Mills, right. the same kid who does it, muffs a punt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and gives them the ball back with great field position, right? And like on a kickoff, Willis has a huge, just brain mm-hmm. fart, and they get the ball. We get the ball at like the ten yard line, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's real. Honestly, guys, it's just spurts. Like even in a game, the defense can be the strong point for like two or three drives, and then just mm-hmm. here we go. I think offense, every same thing. I think every game this year, if you take away two plays or execute two plays, we, we'd be undefeated right now. Two yeah. plays in each game. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I could go with that well. Florida State, no, but the others. Oh, right. yeah, Florida Probably, State. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the rest, <laughs> we'd be, <laughs> we, yeah. Florida yeah, we'd, State, we'd be pretty good Yeah, we'd be pretty good off. If you take away 
four quarters and 30 seconds. Uh, you yeah. can take away almost four quarters, 14 minutes, minutes and 30 ball, seconds yeah. of that game, we were in it. But, uh, no, no, uh, I just, I don't think it's any one position group. Like, I don't, no. I don't think there was that. I like Austin Armstrong. I like O'Brien. I don't think yeah. there's that big of a drop off. There's not enough there to say this is the reason. You know, and a lot of people have said that, but, you know, I I think we're just inconsistent as a whole. You know, it'll be, like you said, one week offense is clicking and defense it, and the next week you flip it. So right. we're just inconsistent right now. It's not like one side of the ball is the problem. It's inconsistency all the way around. Correct. Next Monday. one, and this one to me is the dumbest one, but <laughs> people have done this. It's a pointless exercise to sit here and talk about who we could have hired instead of Will Hall. And people Deion Sanders would not Deion have come to Southern Sanders. Miss. Would not have come to <laughs> Southern <laughs> Miss. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. That's, I've said it a hundred times. Let it go. It. Yes, exactly. Everybody keeps saying we could have had Deion when he went to Jackson State. We could have had it. I looked up Deion's salary at Jackson State, and it was 300000 Yeah, mm. we could have beat it. Yeah. I don't think Dion cared about the money. I, would, I know he's a millionaire. Deion Sanders yeah, needs no. money. No, no he does like, not. He took that job at Jackson State because he loved HBCUs <laughs> because he played at one, mm-hmm. and he wanted a chance to make an impact and make a difference in HBCU, and he did it. There mm-hmm. you go. He did exactly what he set out to do, mm. and then got a big offer from Colorado and went over there to flip another program. I. I don't really think Dion was a viable option. Plus, we're talking about the same fan base that, that made them quit playing Nick because it was inappropriate. What right. do you think they're going to do when Dion wears a hat and sunglasses to a press conference? Right? Like, they're going to complain. Right. And so, you know, I've heard people mention Kane Why Womack's was Nick name. inappropriate? I, you know... You know, you know the yeah, I, that. Don't make me say it. <laughs> somebody asked me today if Blake Anderson would come back. I, I know, and people told about that. And honestly, in the moment, I was mad we didn't hire Blake Anderson. Mm. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, but you know, you can't live in the past on that. Blake, I don't think Blake. You got to put your back. past behind you. Yeah, like he ain't. He's got it made. Name up that there Disney movie. Since... I don't really know. What is that? Lion King. Is it really? Oh yeah. yeah, the 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 monkey that puts the paint on his head or whatever says it, huh? <laughs> yeah, but right? it still hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Ah, oh, the past can hurt. Are we quoting movies? Are we <laughs> apparently so? I, you know, qu- quote, quoting movies just, may be more entertaining. I mean, than at this point, it might as well be. <laughs> but uh, Kane Womack's names come up a lot. I like. I would love, just for fun. I would like to take him. I mean, just to stick it to. That would be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, (laughs) a lot of people have talked about how, and I think he was on the short list last time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I like Kane Womack. I think he's a great coach. But Mm -hmm. when you look at where we were at the time, Will Hall had been successful at smaller schools. He was affordable. He had head coaching experience, and he had had success as an OC. I don't really know who else we had at the moment that checked off all those boxes that we could afford. 
So, like, it's a pointless exercise, one, to talk about the past anyway, but two, I mean, to talk about the past in terms of what we could have done, but two, like, I, I still think... Why did we Hall's, need somebody with head coaching experience? I don't know. But I still think the Will Hall's question. resume held up. Think about the greatest... Fo- I mean, think about the, the, the coaches that we've had here with Jeff Bauer didn't have head coaching experience. Larry Fedora didn't have head coaching experience. True. Todd Munkin didn't have yeah. head coaching experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good point. So I don't, I don't think that's a prerequisite in my opinion. There you yeah. go. Good point. I think we should go after Tartar's offensive coordinator. Bring him down. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Eagle Post. I don't want any part of it. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. Smoke. You already seen He's the Lions, did? I ain't ready for that smoke. Uh, the next one says, "Who, who would you hire next?" So if if this did turn into a full coach search. Again, this is all speculative here, okay? Uh, speculative. Yeah, I think I said it right. You did. Who who out there Are could you? we potentially hire? Who would you want us to hire? Well, you know, Jamie Collins just retired from the NFL, so. <laughs> there you go. He might, be looking, he might be looking for a job. Right. I, I, I would, you know... I, I, I think building a coaching staff, um, you know, everybody always makes fun of Southern Miss guys. Uh, you know, I, I, Austin Davis had a little offensive coordinator experience at, you know, Auburn for 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you could bring him in as offensive coordinator, or quarterback coach, or and really he go after in the NFL, he coached Russell that's Wilson. That's true. Yeah, he Man. coached Russell Wilson. That's what I'm saying. Right. Um, you know, I think. Uh, Ed Ogeron, I think, is looking for something to do. I mean, he's enjoying eating his hamburger with that $5 million or whatever he got from walking out the door. Um, there you go. I think there's a, a plethora of coaches out there that would love a chance to to come see what's up at Southern Miss. Mm. But I hope, and this may be very unpopular, we may lose, I hope Will Hall doesn't get fired. I hope that he can turn it around and... Um, Mm-hmm. You know, we still got. Oh, sorry. I'll time out. I'll time out. Keep going. Keep going. No, uh, we got. We have six games left, y'all. Uh, you know, that is true. It's a tough schedule. Um, you know, we play one mighty SEC team that did mm-hmm. nobody expects us to win. So if you win five out of the next six, you're six and six on the year. Right. Um, oh, that's hey, not. That mighty... That mighty SEC team has a bunch of fans turning on their guy too. Right. They oh do. yeah, they, they do. do. They're angry. So, they yeah. are. I mean. So, now could you imagine if we went up there and beat them? That would be the nail in the coffin, I think. I mean, That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Will but Hall gets 10 more years extension on him. Right. Six and six, seven and six is a possibility. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it'll happen, but it's a possibility. I mean, yeah. Anything's possible at this yeah. point, so. Yeah, I hate to speculate about who would be next just because – we don't know that that's even a thing, so that we'll right, leave that alone. Right. Uh, but well, then that why did you topic. write the question down, Wayne? <laughs> you well, wrote it down. It's a topic. Well, I, I'm not going to answer that question. I don't even know why we're talking Again, about it. <laughs> I wrote down topics that I've seen online. So. <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. I'm just going to bring it up. <laughs> no, it's a rhetorical this. question. <laughs> a I will say this. I, Chuck's thought on critical. the guy doesn't have to have head coaching experience is a good thought there. I mean... It, yeah. Um, a lot I of agree. people have mentioned like who's Oklahoma State's OC. Do y'all know who who their OC is? I don't. No idea. Anybody? 
His name is Casey Dunn. He coached at Southern Miss. He was Larry Fedora's receivers coach. Okay. <laughs> I mean, all right then. You know, like that's a interesting thought there. You know, um, mm. he's where my mind goes immediately, just because proofs in the pudding, and he's been there and he's seen it work here, so he knows what to do here. And uh, did, you, did you just say proofs in the pudding? I did. That's an old <laughs> what? person saying. What? You ain't what, never heard what of that? What is that? What does that even mean? I don't know what it means. I've never really heard that. Know. It just means that it's worked proof before, is... so you know, you have proof of what's happened before. But do you put proof mean? in pudding? What is? <laughs> I mean, I I'm not. I'm legitimately asking. I really. I've never heard it. I've, I've never, never heard questioned that. the statement. I just know that that is oh. a statement. But anyway, party on me. That's what. Uh, that's where my mind goes immediately. Was him. Uh. I don't think we're going to be able to pony up enough money to pull another head coach away from another school. Like Kane Womack, I, it's a fun thought, but I don't think we – Yeah, right. I don't think we can do that. Um, I think major programs, we're going to have a hard – like major P5 programs, we're going to have a hard time ponying up enough money to get them. But, you know, which raises the question, is it even worth trying to go through all that? Because what, what are you getting back? You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Next question. Jay Ladner. Everybody talks about I don't it. think we'll, he's a football coach. Well, <laughs> everybody. So I've seen this topic multiple times. Well, Jay Ladner, everybody wanted him fired. Jeremy gave him one more year, and he turned it around. What are your thoughts on turn that? Like comparing around. is can Will Hall be the next Jay Ladner? Can he turn it around here? I think Will Hall be the next Will Hall. I don't think, you know, I let's let's face it, Lane, and I, you know, I give mad props to Jay Ladner, but Cardona lit a fire in that team, in my Amen. opinion. Amen. Yeah. Um, he, he brought sure in some players that were clutch, and he's got so much. Like I get exhausted just watching the man on the sideline. Right. So I can imagine like how fired up the players get. So I'm not knocking Jay Ladner. That is absolutely brilliant on Jay Ladner's part to hire Cardona, but I think it also trans transferred that to Will Hall. I think Will Hall's got to bring in somebody to light that the fire, level. right? Yeah, because I mean, Cardona. I mean, he's like the Energizer Bunny on steroids yeah. when it comes yeah. to hyping these guys up and i mean he has just been absolutely phenomenal on the court and, so yeah and you can't you got to have both because like, i mean I, I love scotty walden scotty walden was a ball full of energy but right he didn't do that well as a head coach so we only gave him two games or whatever but right you've got to have both sides of the coin on in a football team you got to have somebody that can hype you up mm. and you got to have somebody that'll ground you right um so that's just my opinion well we have the blueprint. Right. Go out, get some transfers to come in, which we've already done. We did, yeah. We're doing half of it, and then the other half make a home run of a coaching hire of assistant coaches and let them do their thing. Um, You know? Yeah. I think Jeremy's in a tough spot, McLean, mm -hmm. the AD. I think this is a really hard spot for him because – while, yes, he did that with Jay Ladner, he didn't stand to lose as much in terms of, like, ticket sales and all that with Jay. If if it didn't work, he didn't stand for our athletic department to lose that much. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Like the season ticket sales weren't there what they are at football. Right. Because like, you know, what didn't they only win like eight games the year yeah, prior like, to? I mean, like what's, you know, we could have hired a new coach. Sure. But right. When was the last time we were relevant in basketball? Back when we were cheating with Tyndall. Right. So like mm. it was, there wasn't much to lose there by keeping, by keeping Jay, you know, mm. a little bit more to lose with football. So I think Jeremy's got a, he's got a tough decision on his hands here. Mm-hmm. And so the last topic here, right. A lot of people out there are just like fire him, fire him, fire him. You don't have to say if you would fire him or not. You don't. I'll go first here to kind of give y'all a blueprint of what the thought here is on how to answer this, fire him or not. I'm just posting thoughts here, food for thought here to show you how entrenched. It's not as easy as saying, let's fire a guy. And that's what I want Southern Miss fans and our listeners to understand is you might be mad at Will Hall. You might be mad at our football team. Mm -hmm. The answer is not that easy. Just fire the guy and it's fixed. And here's my thought on this, okay? And y'all can weigh in afterwards if you'd like. I'm not going to give my opinion on it. I never. I hate to see football coaches get fired. That's my opinion. Yeah. Especially a football coach who is, I mean, yeah, I'm biased because of what I do. But I hate seeing football coaches get fired because I know there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that goes down that we don't know about. Plus, I hate seeing football coaches that I think are genuinely good people get fired. And I think Will Hall is a genuine good person. Um, I want I want him to be the guy, and I want him to be successful. I'll leave it at that. Now, the problem we have right now is, and this is the problem the AD's got to figure out, is if the season keeps trending the way it is, if we keep losing ball games and we get to the end of the year and we've won one game on the year, something like that, and you don't make a major change like that, can you afford one? We can't afford the buyout. Like contracts no. have buyouts, and those buyouts are basically we would have to pay Will the rest of his contract. If you do, if you're one of those people out there right now who are saying, I want to fire Will Hall, well, you've got to pay the rest of his contract if you fire him. Which is a little over a million, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's over a so. million. So we've got to pay him that either way. He's get he's getting his money one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So that's problem one. We ain't got the money to do it. Problem two, if you do pony up the money to do it, we've already mentioned who do you hire now? You don't have money, you don't have money to throw at these people to pull a major power five big time up and coming OC. Like you don't have the money to do that. So who do you hire next? Do you go for a you know group of five offensive coordinator who's had success? Maybe he's had some successful head coaching experience. Well, you're hiring Will Hall. <laughs> you know, that's what you're hiring is the same resume we just had. Um, that's problem one is you got to pay the money up. You got to pay the money to do it if you want to fire him. But the problem too is if you sit here and say, well, just hang on to him then. Don't pay it. Let's hang on to him and see what happens. Can we afford 
the cut we're about to take from people not buying season tickets next year because you know there'll be a group of angry fans who say I'm not buying season tickets anymore. Right. But I want to say, well, let me interject real quick, Lane, here. Go ahead. Go I ahead. think there's a lot of Southern Miss fans that aren't going to buy season tickets because of some of the rules that the athletic department has enacted. Uh, there's a lot Elaborate. of... I'm not uh, sure. For, for example, um, and this is just, you know, I, w- I won't go into a lot of detail, but, uh, you know, where we always park the last few games, they say that we couldn't park there anymore because we had a golf cart trailer that we had to park somewhere else. And I'm like, well, I paid for, like, I'm Eagle Club. Like, I paid for this. Mm-hmm. Like, this has never been a rule. We've been parking here for, you know, four or five years. We've been bringing a golf cart up here, and we've always parked here. And it's never been an issue. Same spot. We park in the same spot every game. Maybe we need to change spots. Maybe it'll give us some luck. Um, uh, and then... Uh, the cops stopped. We were coming down one of the roads on a golf cart and UPD stopped us and said, do y'all have a golf cart pass? And I'm like, what is a golf cart pass? And he's like, you got to have a golf cart pass to come down this road. And I'm like, I've, I've never heard that before in my life. Um, so we just turned around and went a different way. But, and then last game, they uh, put up a bunch of no golf cart parking, parking signs by the stadium. And, like, people were trying to find places to park the golf carts. Like, it's like they're making it difficult to come to a game, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, stupid rules. Like, it's not rules like, hey, you can't bring a gun in the stadium, or you can't, like, I get you, you know, you want clear bags. I don't think okay. that's a stupid rule. I think that's a stupid rule. I mean, look at look at what happened in Israel. I mean, come on. I think I think we need to be packing. Uh, but that's just my opinion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But, <laughs> yeah. All right then. Yeah. Well, we won't get too political. Yeah. But I, I think there's just some some uh some rules that 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 are aggravating a lot of fans that that just come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just my opinion, yeah. or that's just what they have said to me. Yeah. They think for some reason because we do the Everyday Eagle podcast that we know a little bit stuff inside. We don't yeah, know we a really whole lot, don't. y'all. We uh, no. We'll talk to our people. <laughs> Right, right. We'll make a call. We'll make a call. But, but uh, like, you know, I just, that's the problem is if you don't make a major move, how much revenue are you about to lose in season ticket holders next year? Can you right. afford that? Because football, as much as we love to dunk on the lack of fans at football games, a half in, a half empty stadium at our football game still generates more revenue than a packed-out Pete Taylor Park. And I love Pete Taylor Park. Are you sure? I'd love to see those numbers. Chuck, it does. (laughs) Like, when we pack out Pete Taylor Park, we're at, like, 6,000 people. If you – if you last last ball game for football, would we have 10,000 people there? Was that the announced crowd? That's still – that's less than – like, our stadium holds, what, 30? So that's a third of the way full, and still more people than the peak. And all. it's just the, the the way the numbers Number, go. Though. I got you. I got you. It's just the way the numbers go. It's the capacity, <laughs> right? And so either way you look at it, football's still a money maker, even when we're bad. It's well, yeah. still a big money maker. Um, can we afford to anger fans and risk that money making sport to to go off? So. It just kind of, 
I think Jeremy's in an interesting spot here, and I, I'm interested to see what he does. I trust him. I think he's a great athletic director. I'm, I'm interested we'll to see, see where he goes here. Because, like I said, if you either you pony up the money, buy him out, and then you run a huge risk because you know we don't have the resources to pull in some crazy huge name. Right. And what happens if you get the next one wrong? Right, because there it's you worse. have you have no guarantee that yeah. next year is going to be better under a better coach, yeah. or you know, or a different coach. Different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, There's different no coach, guarantee. not better. But yeah. I mean, that's just it. You you run you run the gamble that way. I mean, yeah, and you're gambling with millions of dollars. You are that you don't you have a million dollars, right? And so you know, he's in an interesting spot here. And then the problem is, you know, we got some fickle fans that will literally be like, oh, y'all kept Will? Cool. I'm not renewing my season tickets. You know? Right. And so yeah. it's like, I mean, do we – I mean, that's not a bash against Southern Miss fans. Every fan base has well, fans every, that yeah. do that. Um, but, like, it's just an interesting line to walk here, and I'm glad I'm not in Jeremy's shoes. I oh, make this yeah. decision. Right. I will say this. I think Will has one year left. I Bonus saw contract, somewhere yeah. that we gave him an extension, though, didn't we? I believe so, yes. So two years, maybe? I or, don't know. I don't know. I would not be surprised at all. And I don't know the, the terms on the extension there. I don't know what the payment would be if, you know, you had to buy him out after this next year and buy out his extension year. I don't know how that would work. But what I can say, I don't act, to, I don't act like I know all this stuff. I don't, but... What I can say is this. I think he's got one year left on the original contract. They signed him to a four-year contract, and he's in year three. I do know that because I have the stats. I have the numbers pulled up here. Um, It would not surprise me at all if they treated it like they did basketball and told him, look, you're in a contract year. Right. Next year, we need to see something. It mm-hmm. would not surprise me at all. I know our fan base will go crazy. I can name about five or six names off of Eagle Post right now who would lose their mind and blow up Eagle Post to the point I would have to mute it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. No doubt. I honestly kind of expect that to happen. Mm-hmm. I expect us to not take a gamble with a million dollars and say, Will was our guy. Give him another year. And, and guys, yeah. I, hope, I hope he does well. We need him to. Mm-hmm. So, True story. Right, and there's still six games left. Six games many. left, so well, there's, it's not there's, over. Yeah. But yeah, we need to there, see something better coming. There's there's one thing I know for sure: Chuck Lane and Pate will not be able to solve Southern Miss football problems. No. Today. <laughs> so no, we, we are gonna we are gonna wrap it up unless and y'all I think have any. We've done a good job of trying. I, I yes. think this was therapeutic for us. Uh, I think, yeah, I, I feel a little better to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um. Good. So yeah, maybe it was a little therapeutic for us. But uh, any any further or final thoughts, Pate? No, no, I can't think of anything. I just I I, I do agree with you, Lane. I think that's definitely uh, on the table. I think Jeremy's gonna have to have that conversation one way or another. And I'm very afraid to ask this. Any final thoughts? Okay, That I was a little question. worried. Rhetorical question. Rhetorical question. Sorry. All right. You well, why I insisted? Let's do it anyway without let's a guess. I had yeah. some stuff I had to get off my chest, guys. I'm sorry. I got you. Well, I'm glad you're you got them off your chest, but at least go put on a shirt next time for us, man. Um, <laughs> well done. <laughs> 
All right. Well, we uh, are off this week. We got a bye week. So uh, good news is Southern Miss will not lose a football game on Saturday. I can guarantee that. We're going to um, beat the bye, baby. <laughs> we're going to beat the bye. <laughs> but we uh, we come back swinging. So uh, let's get ready and uh, go whoop up on South Alabama. I think it's who we're playing in two weeks. So mm-hmm. On a Tuesday night. Uh, on a Tuesday Ooh. night. Wow. Until then, we will catch y'all later. And as always, Southern Miss to the to top. The top. Thank you for checking out the Everyday Eagles podcast, the podcast for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Be sure to subscribe and follow our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and share this podcast with a fellow Golden Eagle. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Everyday Eagles Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Everyday underscore Eagles. To learn more about the podcast or to inquire about being a guest on the show, visit our website at edepodcast.com. Thanks again for joining us today. We will catch you next time on the Everyday Eagles Podcast. And as always, Southern Miss to the top.